It's Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 33, for Wednesday, December 27th, 2017. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas. I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas, uh, or any, whatever holidays that you're, you're celebrating. I hope you guys had a great time. I am actually recording this on December 25th, uh, because I have a very, very long boxing day ahead of me tomorrow. And of course, this needs to be available for, for first thing Wednesday morning, right? After all the craziness is over. So my first thing was, hey, I hope you guys had a good Christmas and a, and a wonderful boxing day. Although I have no idea how it's going to go for myself yet. At this point of recording, I don't know what tomorrow holds in store for me. Because um, I will be working a marathon uh, shift at my work. So I'll tell you guys more about, uh, about that a little later on. But uh, yeah, welcome listeners, welcome back listeners, welcome new listeners. I want to talk to you guys today about uh, what it's been like the home stretch working in retail during the big rush. Uh, I, uh, I saw a movie, I saw Jumanji, I'll tell you guys a little about that. Uh, had a few little uh, holiday party get together kind of things and I'll tell you guys about that too. You know, I got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, no emails this week. I um, I would imagine going into the holidays everyone's, uh, everyone's doing that. So no emails to read this week, guys, it'll be me just sort of talking about what's going on and uh, what I've got coming up. And then I will wish you all just, of course, a best of the rest of 2017, because I won't be talking to you guys again until the new year, uh, after this episode. So, um, yeah, I mean, last week I, uh, since I spoke with you last, I, I went to go see, uh, I worked a shift of course, um, at the, uh, the source, everything holidays there has been good. I may as well start with that. So being in the, the retail, the last few days leading up to, to Christmas, I was even there yesterday for Christmas Eve. Um, it's been fun. It's been fun. People have been in, uh, a lot more urgent, but not, not in a bad mood, you know, or, or angry or short, like you might expect a few people just, you know, I mean, you're not going to win them all, but for the most part, rather than everyone being pushing and shoving, everyone has been on their best behavior and, and things like that. It's been a lot of fun for me to be able to help give people some last minute Christmas ideas, you know, ask questions, uh, get to know some of their family members a little bit, just in terms of what people tell me and help and shop. I like that. I like coming up with creative. You guys know me, anything creative, whether it's wrapping gifts or, you know, being funny or helping people pick out the perfect gift for someone in the holiday season. I just enjoy being of use in general. So, um, I had some, uh, I had a lot, a lot of fun interactions. Um, you know, I helped one woman actually, they were getting her son a cell phone. She was thinking to go and uh, pay as you go, which, you know, if you're, if you're a parent and you're thinking about maybe getting your kid, you know, a cell phone at some point, of course, the kid was 13 years old, but he's walking home from school and stuff like that. Uh, Crystal and I went through that with, uh, with both Brody and Michaela to get them cell phones. Um, and so, uh, you know, we, we had a conversation, but she was thinking going pay as you go. And I told her, listen, my experiences are with that. And for any of you parents who might be listening, maybe just save yourselves some trouble in the future at some point. The um, the prepaid avenue seems like the cheapest. The only problem is that you're telling a ten year old. Well, I, again, this seems to be the average age ten. Let's let's say twelve. Not to piss anyone off. That's too early. You're, let's say you're telling a twelve year old who's never had a cell phone before to not use it. You know, you buy them $10 for the minutes. It's just, who knows what it works out to. I think it's like 50 cents a minute. So you're giving them 20 minutes to talk on their phone, which as an adult with the capability of reason and rationing, you go, oh, that's uh, that's tons. I gave my kid 20 minutes to talk on the phone a month. 
And uh, and they're, they're never going to go out of that, right? You know, sending text messages that cost you again. I don't I even remember. I'm in the industry, but I don't I don't sell prepaid. I, I do see it as a disservice. Unless you have bad credit, and you have no choice. But uh, the long and the short of it is, the kids will blow through it in the first day. You buy them a car, they blow through it in the first day because it's new. It's novelty, right? Well, I always tell parents, you know, you do that, and then they you give them a second card. It takes maybe a little bit longer, but they still blow through it quick. I said, you get them a simple plan, 30 bucks a month. It's going to give them unlimited calling. You call them whenever you want, limited nights and weekends, text messages, things like that. And that way you can get a hold of your kid whenever you want to. You don't have to ration minutes, you know, and I'm, and some of you listening might be like, well, yeah, it's, it sounds expensive. If you do 20, 20 minutes divided by 30 days, you realize that you have, well, fuck it. Let me do it right now off my phone. It's been, uh, I did it the other day and I can't remember what it worked out to. But I think it was like, uh, let's say you get 20 minutes because it's 50 cents a minute. 20 divided by three is that's t- divided by 30. Yeah, three is tons. I'm like, that's way too big. 20 divided by, and anyone who's doing the math right now in their fucking heads, fuck you. <laughs> okay. But it's less than, I'm pretty damn sure it's less than a minute. So 20 minutes divided by 30 days in a month is less than one minute a day. So if you're a kid and you're trying to ration out your 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 daily minutes, you get less than you make one call, you're already over budget because it's 0.66 is your daily limit, right? And it's by the minute, not by the second. Anyways, none of this is fucking interesting to anybody. Point is, is if you're trying to get a cell phone, rather than just going, what's the cheapest thing? Give it to me because those are always the people in all the years I've sold cell phones and stuff like that. Those are people who always come back with a, a giant bill. When they used to go with like the $20, you know, 50 minutes a month thing, um, I would tell people, yeah, you can go with that. We can be back here at the end of the month pissed off because that limits you like three minutes a day. You have one 15 minute conversation. Guess what? You just blew your budget for the week. You know what I mean? So it's it, people never think about that. They always just go, yeah, give me the cheapest thing that's going to work. If the cheapest thing worked, everyone would have it. And it doesn't anyways. So I had a nice conversation with a mother. She was thinking that I, I presented it to her that, you know, you can go with a, a $30 plan. There's zero commitment. And there's no contract or anything. Just see how your kid uses the phone, you know? with texting his friends and stuff like that, just see how he uses it. And if the 30 bucks, then then you can actually get the proper data. Tell him to go ahead and use his phone when he wants to. Then after a month or two, look at the bill, see what he's using and see if the prepaid, you know, 10 or $20 a month would work. If not, well, then there you go. You saved yourself having to buy a bunch of cards. So that was a big long winded story that, that really at the end of the day just says, consider options. I know a lot, there's, it's hard, it's hard to guys in, in terms of some of that stuff is because there's so many fucking sleazy sales guys out there, but at the end of the day, I do just want to save people money. If I can give people a proper solution, give them the the information up front, you know, so they can make an educated decision on their own. Uh, you know, I've 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 done something good in the retail world, right? If I'm gonna be standing around in a red shirt, may as well, you know, do some good things. Whatever. Ah, what a goofy way to start the podcast. Seven minutes in, and all I've said is something about cell phones. Point is, is uh, I think I was having fun. <laughs> Felt like I was having fun that last week leading up to Christmas. And, uh, so yeah, I, I did, uh, I did that. I've been, I've been working at the source. I saw on Wednesday night after work, I, uh, I went out with a podcast listener. Mike was, uh, was kind enough to, you know, ask us, Hey man, you want to do something? I know you're kind of, you know, killing time and, and you know, you're, you're, you know, not really, <laughs> you didn't really approach it. like, yeah, you're not really going out or doing anything, but it was more of just like, Hey man, you know, if you want to, you want to come out and get your mind off things, the, uh, the holiday season and being alone. Why don't, you, why, don't we, why don't we go see a movie or something, which I graciously accepted. Uh, we decided to go see Jumanji because it got uh, good reviews, surprisingly enough. There was no part of a, you know, 
Kevin Hart movie that I would be, or Jack Black for that matter, excuse me, that I would be interested in, but, uh, it got really good reviews. So, um, we said, fuck it. And we ended up going to see like a, a late show of Jumanji. And I gotta tell you guys, I was very, very pleasantly surprised. Um, I don't, uh, I don't have any, like some people just fucking hate actors, whatever. I really just want to start with that first note. I really don't have a problem. Um, Kevin Hart and Jack Black, I find them to be obnoxious. I don't think they're bad people or anything like that. I just, I've seen a lot of cases where they're just really, really loud and obnoxious. Um, I have seen Jack Black, like Jack Black and King Kong was quite good. The, the Peter Jackson movie there. Um, I've seen Kevin Hart in some things where he wasn't just fucking screaming and yelling, but for the most part, I find that if those guys are in a movie, it's going to be loud screaming and yelling, obnoxious. Um, Kevin Hart and Jack Black were both really, really good in this movie. Um, Jack Black plays a, a young girl, right? So like, think Rob Schneider, hot chick. I got to say, um, Jack Black did a better job than Rob Schneider did. Um, very fun, very entertaining movie. It was cool because the, uh, it doesn't, it's not like some sort of retelling or whatever of the other Jumanji. What it is, is uh, apparently that board game, right? That seems to find itself into the way of hands of people. Um, right at the very beginning of the movie, someone finds it board game on a beach and brings it home to their brother and hands it to them. And of course, when it first came out, the first movie, uh, Jumanji came out, it was like board games. Cool. Let's play. And it was supposed to be like the fifties or whatever, where board games are fun. It was so funny. This guy like looks at the, takes the board game from his brother and looks at it and goes, board games are lame. Who plays board games and throws it up on the, the, the dresser beside him and starts playing his video games again. Uh, and it was just funny over in the, uh, over the, over the night, the, the, the game, you know, trans transforms itself into a video game cartridge. And that's, that's the premise of the movie is now it's a video game cartridge that, uh, that people can play and, uh, yeah. And, and comedy ensues. It was a lot of fun. Um, some good laughs, some, some really exciting scenes. Um, everyone does a great job. The rock does a great job. Kevin Hart, um, Jack black and Karen Gillan who's very, very good. She's been a lot of stuff lately. Um, she was in Doctor Who. She's in The Circle. She's in the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movies as Nebula. And, uh, and I saw a really good movie actually called The Oculus. It was pretty spooky. Uh, horror movie that I think you could still find on Netflix, maybe if you look for it. But anyways, uh, great cast. Uh, a lot of fun. Um, even that no annoying Nick Jonas that I can't stand listening to any of his music. He was in it. Um, but anyways, great, great movie guys. If you're looking for something just fun and a no brainer, um, I would definitely give a personal thumbs up for uh, Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. They call it. So, uh, so have a peek at that. If you're out looking for stuff Thursday morning, I, um, I did make it to my ultrasound. So obviously, uh, I have got no results from that yet. The woman who was doing it to me, uh, took a really long time. She, it was freaky guys. I don't like medical stuff, but, um, early in the morning on Thursday, I'm laying there with, with the ultrasound sauce. I called it, you know, they're using that, the gel and the lube so they can move the stuff, move the machine around your, uh, your section. I don't know if you've ever had an ultrasound. A lot of, a lot of ladies, of course, uh, the mothers here have had it before, but they were wrapping it all, all she kept spinning me around on the table because she was basically following my liver. She's right in the middle of my chest. And I go, what's, what's wrong there? I'm supposed to get my side looked at and my, my liver. I go, I go, my liver's not right in the middle of my chest. Is it? And she goes, well, it's your something or other aorta. She's like, so I'm following the, the blood from your heart all the way into your liver. So she was like thorough and got everything. She spent a lot of time on the, uh, the lump and, you know, tearing stuff in my side. So 
hopefully resides, but I'm a huge pussy like the whole time. And the more she was looking at things, the more I thought she was finding something that was, you know, bad. Cause that's all I do, right? Is I stress and I worry, but, um, I went, got to look at it. So my new doctor is going to get a current look at my, uh, my injury and my liver to make sure that I'm doing okay. Um, and to, to hopefully get a, of course, a better idea of what my actual injuries are and, uh, and you know, more forward progress on the, the path to healing. So, um, that was good. And of course, you know, uh, I, I basically, like I said, the, the week for the most part was shy of seeing that movie and, and going to the ultrasound. Um, the, uh, the rest of the work week was, was just that it was work. Um, I got, uh, we, we did our, our household, uh, Christmas party on Friday night. So, uh, Jason, the owner of absolute comedy, Kamar, my roommate who makes frequent appearances in the background, <laughs> um, and Simon, our, uh, our plucky little mascot who lives in the basement. Um, we all had a, a Christmas party together. So we, we've, we started it last year, the tradition, we continued again this year. Um, we played, we came, I came home from work. I think I got home at like eight o'clock. Everyone was drunk drinking. I should say Kamar was full blown drunk. And, um, we, uh, we were just drinks right. I immediately switched into my, my ugly Christmas, excuse me, sweater, um, came downstairs and had a drink myself. I, uh, I think so sorry for yawning guys. I apologize. I do a lot of like prep before the podcast, just reading and printing the articles and setting up equipment and stuff. And I'm, I'm very capable of just taking the wind out of myself. It's not so stupid. It's not hard work. I just, after like reading and posting and, and this and that getting ready for it, sometimes I think I just take the energy out of myself. And you know what? Seriously, I started to stumble on my words. I think truthfully, when I do the podcast, it's like the longest I just sit and talk and kind of relax over the course of the week. Cause I never just sit for an hour and do nothing. So I think like the, the 30, 40 minutes before the podcast that I'm, you know, sitting and reading and getting stuff ready and printing and stuff. And then just the sitting here and kind of relaxing a little bit. I, uh, I think that's why I start yawning. Sometimes I apologize for that. Thank you for listening. Anyways, back to the story. I uh, switched into my ugly Christmas sweater. I went downstairs and already they had prepared a uh, glass of eggnog for me, which is of course a huge cheat on the diet I've been doing, but I have forgiven myself with the forward progress that I've made and decided that I will, uh, I will indulge in the, uh, the two Christmas, uh, celebrations that I had this weekend. So we had some drinks. We played, uh, Jason pulled out sorry, uh, which is what I bought him for Christmas last year. Um, this is way before my, uh, for what is it? Forte into, uh, board games. So I think last year sometime in like November, Jason and I went out for, for beers at a, at a bar down the street from where we live. And, uh, while we were there, they had like a shelf of board games in the wall. So Jason, like, you want to play a board game? I was like, sure. So we grabbed sorry, right. Which is what I thought board games were. That's all the board games were, where the roll the dice or, you know, move the pegs or whatever. And, uh, I think we spent like three, four hours there just playing sorry game after sorry game to the point where we started like gambling on it and, uh, <laughs> bet, yeah, we were betting on like who would, who would shovel the, the driveway, who would, uh, you know, do this or that. Sorry. So we, we played that and then I saw it out when I was, excuse me, Jesus doing my uh, Christmas shopping, uh, last year, I saw the, the version of story that we played called sorry, fire and ice. Anyways, I, uh, I bought it for him for Christmas. I was like, Hey man, we had a good time. Here's uh here's sorry. So, uh, we played that we, um, we started to do our, uh, gift exchange. We ordered, um, pizza. So our Christmas dinner was a traditional, um, not Christmas dinner. 
we, uh, we always do Chinese or something like that. So we got pizza, we got donairs, and then we came, uh, went into the living room to do our gift exchange. Um, it's very cool. Um, so just, just for fun, why not? I mean, I don't know how interested you guys are in what everyone got, but, um, Simon had purchased for everyone a, uh, hooded sweatshirt with a movie quote on the front and a movie picture on the back. And of course the quote had nothing to do with the picture on the back. They weren't even from the same movie. So I think, uh, I think he did something for entourage for Jason on the front. And then, uh, I don't, I don't even remember the movie on the back. I don't think it was say it was something with John Cusack, but I don't think it was like say anything. I don't think it was, you know, high fidelity or anything like that. It was a John Cusack movie. Doesn't matter. Not overly important. Uh, mine had Dumb and Dumber on the front and the Never Ending Story in the back. Mars was Ghostbusters and on the back and True Romance in the front. And they were just it was they were silly silly sweaters. We now have these these yellow hoodies with blue writing on them as like I guess our team shirts here at the house. Uh, I will have to shrink into mine because it is certainly not my size. But uh, they were nice. They were nice gifts. Um, Kamar got me a very cool gift. Um, it's like a, I don't want to call it like a calligraphy set, but it's definitely like a creative writing, uh, you know, uh, artistic yeah, calligraphy set is probably the closest thing that's going to make any sense. Um, so it's very cool. It's like a little sort of like Zen calligraphy set. I'm really looking forward to that. I get to be creative, sit here at my desk, you know, and, uh, and do something. You guys know me. I know how to do something creative every week, right? Part of my list. So, um, yeah, uh, I got, I got that. He got Jason a, uh, coffee table book of watches. Jason's a very, very big watch guy. And, uh, I don't know what he got for Simon. I can't remember. Anyways, not overly important. Um, Jason got, uh, Simon, a monitor for his computer. He had purchased a very, very cool board game for myself, uh, called viral, which is cool. Like, like I said, the more I've been playing, uh, board games and stuff like that, it's cool to see that people are seeing that I'm interested in they too. Uh, Jason actually did some research and everything like that. So, uh, looks like a lot of fun and I'm looking forward to learning how to play it. And, um, you know, I'll tell you guys more. I know a couple of you who listen are board gamers. So, uh, if you've played it, let me know. Otherwise looks like I got something new we can play. Um, it's basically your, um, Everyone gets, it plays a different disease and you attack a human body and you try to kill the other diseases and, and make the patient as sick as possible. That's how you win the game. So looking forward to trying it. Um, and then, uh, and then Jason got Kamara watch, which at the point, at that point in the evening was the funniest thing. Cause Kamar was so drunk. He got emotional and I'm not going to, I'm not going to make fun of him on the podcast because there isn't anything to make fun of, but he got very, very emotional to which all of us in the moment thought he was fucking with us. And, uh, it could have just been the, <laughs> could have just been the, the, the alcohol or whatever, but everybody around this place, I gotta tell you a house full of comedians, everybody puts up a, a tough front, but, uh, but we all, we all softened up a little bit, having our Christmas party together, having some drinks and getting in the holiday spirit. Everybody makes fun of me. I swear to God, the entire month of December for wrapping presents and putting up a tree and all that. And then when we have our household Christmas party, everyone's coming and giving me hugs going, man, thanks for bringing us all together and all this shit. So. Um, it's worth it. I will take the shit so that we can have our, our nice night. But Jason bought uh, Kamar a very nice watch too, which he was very, very happy. Um, I got Simon, uh, Chromecast. That's been a popular item this year. Simon has a TV in his room. He's a very, very big fan of cinema, which is why he got all of us sweatshirts with, with movies and movie quotes and movie pictures on them. Um, but he hasn't got a tool to use Netflix. Uh, he, Jason got him a smart TV thing. Lord knows how long ago, like a Roku or something similar, like a knockoff version of a Roku. And, um, 
I tried to get it working for Simon one time. I tried to get it working for Simon. We couldn't do it. So I figured Chromecast is nice and easy. Um, I bought Simon that so that he can now make his TV a smart TV and watch Netflix. He can actually enjoy Like There's so many shows that people watch, like all these Netflix series that Simon has no idea about because he can't watch them. So all he can do is he's got an extensive DVD and VHS uh you know, a library. And that's what he watches. Simon goes down to his room and we'll watch a movie, uh, physical media, crazy kid. But, uh, so yeah, I got him a Chromecast for Kamar. I got him a set of Bluetooth headphones because he, uh, is a big fan of, of, of course the one man podcast, right? But, um, he listens to a lot of podcasts, listens to a lot of music and, uh, I wanted him to, uh, to have something that he could, you know, enjoy. Like he's uses a lot of earbuds, but I figured when he's at home and enjoying himself, nice, nice set of wireless headphones. So that's what I got him. Uh, and Jason, I got him something. Jason is a, uh, an alcoholic, uh, <laughs> and, uh, help. Did I get him help for Christmas? No, I did not get him help. In fact, I just made his taste in shitty beers better is all. We got him, uh, something called, uh, physics. Um, it was seen on, I saw it on shark tank, but what it is, it's a machine that you put like a, a can of like a regular can of beer or regular bottle of beer in. And it uses, uh, like, like sonic vibrations and things like that to actually, uh, to aerate the beer and to make it more like draft beer. So you pour, uh, you, you know, you pour the machine like a regular draft tap and then it saves a certain amount in the bottom and you push the handle the other way and it, and it creates like proper head on it because, uh, as the guys were explaining this on shark tank, um, the, the head is what adds a lot of the taste of the beer. So when you're sipping a beer or, or gulping a beer to, to get that head is very important. And a lot of regular bottled or canned beers, you pour them, the head disappears almost uh, immediately. So, um, whereas draft it, it sticks around longer. So yeah, that's what I got. Uh, that's what I got. Jay, uh, we got Noreen, uh, the lovely Noreen's, um, uh, Jason's girlfriend, uh, got her a couple bottles of wine and a goofy glass that we found at, um, bed, bath and beyond. It's basically a wine bottle that instead of just having a neck on it, the neck is the stem for a wine glass at the top. So you can basically pour an entire bottle of wine into this glass uh, bottle and then enjoy it from there. So, uh, so there you have it. That was our household uh, gift exchange. A uh, lot of fun. Noreen joined us uh, late in the evening. Uh, I think we started, we tried to watch um, the, the, what is it called? The, the Hitman's bodyguard or something like that. Samuel L. Jackson, Ryan Reynolds. I fell asleep in, in 15 minutes. Uh, Dave, of course, came over as well. Uh, totally forgot about Dave. Dave came over and had some, uh, you know, had some drinks and, uh, and watched the movie with us. But I was just asleep in the chair in no time. I woke up. Kamar went, to, I think Kamar went to sleep five minutes after we did the gift exchange because uh, he was so drunk and so exhausted and so emotional. <laughs> I think it really took it out of him to let his guard down for a few minutes amongst the, the boys. So um, it was a great night. I already can't wait for our next, uh, next year's household gift exchange holiday celebration, whatever we're going to call it. Uh, thanks for listening to that long winded thing, guys. I appreciate it. Um, Saturday was my, uh, my mom's thing. My mom this year wanted to host Christmas previous years. Um, you know, we've, we've done uh, Christmas dinner at Crystal's house. Uh, we've done it at my house before. Um, but my mom, um, you know, God love her. Um, whenever she's, you know, a guest at one of these things, my mom likes to sort of, you know, I think she's trying to help, but she, without realizing it takes over, um, like hosting and stuff, you know what I mean? And she kind of gets in the way and you're kind of like, listen, we've got this and that covered, like we're, we're hosting it. So I, I said to my mom last year, like, listen, mom, I, I understand that you want to be helpful and stuff, but you're kind of interfering with what's going on. So I said, if you want to host the, the dinner, then, then, then you host it. Um, 
But of course, my mom doesn't have a, a big enough house to do that in. So what she decided to do this year was she was going to rent um, a venue and and host Christmas dinner. So she actually rented uh, a, a room in a restaurant and uh, we had a lot of people out. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Jason and Noreen came, my friend Dave came, um, I'm, some of my mom's work colleagues, my my brother, his wife and her family all came. And it was, uh, it was absolutely spectacular. We, um, we had a, we had a wonderful meal. Um, and, uh, it was nice to see everybody out. Not, not everyone came like this. It was set up so that we had our meal here and then we were all going to my brother's house afterwards for, you know, uh, refreshments and, um, and some board games. My brother is, uh, is one of the biggest board game people that I refer to on this year podcast. So, um, we went back to his place. My brother's also very astute at, um, sort of knowing his audience. So I've been very excited. You know, you guys have been great sending in different board game things that you like and different kinds of fun stuff. Like not everything, not every board game, or at least what I call board game is played on a board with dice and stuff. Some of them are just little card games. Some of them are what my brother referred to, uh, like the ones we played on Saturday were, uh, social deduction games. So, um, as I was trying to say before, my, my brother is very good at, at finding things, games and stuff like that for the audience that you have. So rather than getting a bunch of people to try to play, you know, a game on a board, we had like, you know, 15, 20 people back at his place. Um, he has games where everyone, you know, gets to be a part of it. It really is just people trying to guess who's, uh, you know, the nefarious person or whatnot. We played, um, for those of you who do play games and might be interested in the titles, we started with a game called werewolf. And that's just where some of the people uh, in the group are villagers and a few of the people are werewolves and, uh, and, and everyone has to try to decide who the werewolves are and uh, they, you know, they vote to hang someone. And at the end of the idea, at the end of the game is you want to have an equal amount of werewolves to villagers. So the werewolves can just kill everybody, you know, and the villagers want to make sure that they kill all the werewolves, um, you know? before they, they kill other people. So, um, it's, uh, it's a very interesting, it's just a simple dynamic. You know, you take turns, um, every, at the end of every turn, you, everyone goes to sleep and the werewolves decide to, to kill somebody. The next day, everyone tries to figure out who the werewolves were. Um, yeah, it was a fun game and, and everyone had a lot of fun. It was a playable by, like I said, 15 of us all playing at once. Um, we went on to another game after that called deception. And that was one where somebody's a murderer and everyone has like, a, you know, uh, some weapons and some evidence in front of them. And we're all trying to guess who the murderer is. Right. And one person uh, is the investigative person. And they're sort of leaving cards with hints as to, you know, what the crime scene was like, what the person was wearing, where it happened. And then everyone sort of looks at the, the evidence in front of each person and tries to decide who is most likely the killer and what weapon. It's kind of like Clue. It's like a live version of Clue only instead of. I've actually never played Clue, so I don't even know what the real Clue is like. All I know is like, oh, Colonel Mustard in the library with the candlestick. Like, I don't know how people get to those clues, but effectively you're trying to guess the piece of evidence and the murder weapon and uh, and who it is. So also very fun. Um, played another game called Spyfall. Same idea. Everyone's just, uh, you know, one person is the spy. Everyone else is uh, is trying to figure out who that is by asking each other questions that uh, only people... Only people who, uh, you know, are not the spies would be able to answer accurately. And of course, the more times you ask people questions, the spy starts to sort of reveal himself by his lack of knowledge that of course everyone else has. And of course the spy is listening to what everyone is saying to try to uh, figure out where he is, uh, and get that information. Anyways, uh, a lot of fun. And of course we ended with, uh, code names, a fun game that, uh, everyone knows we played code names, pictures, 
which has been mentioned on this many times before. And, uh, and that was our evening. Of course, it went long into the night, uh, played lots of different games, uh, had drinks, ordered food. Um, so that was a great Saturday was outstanding. Um, that was the 23rd, had a great, great time with, with my family, with my brother, with friends like Jason, Noreen and, uh, and David, um, got to meet some of my brothers, see my, some of my brother's friends again, I haven't seen in years, got to uh, meet some of my mom's work colleagues who came out. Um, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, and then of course, uh, you know, Christmas Eve, uh, on Sunday, I was at work for, uh, for quite some time. I had a, a good shift again, lots of opportunities to, to talk to people and help people. And it was, uh, a lot of fun spend the last, uh, you know, see my coworkers before the, uh, the big day. And then I went over to my mom's house to help her set up, uh, you know, to, to give my, my parents their gifts and, uh, and help her set them up. So, uh, again, I also gave my dad a Chromecast because they only have one TV in the living room and, uh, and nothing to watch Netflix on, on their, their upstairs television in the bedroom. Um, so I got my dad a Chromecast so that he can, you know, watch movies upstairs. I also got my mom, um, I got her a, uh, a set of headphones that are like wireless headphones, but it's not Bluetooth. They're actually, because my dad will pass out in the living room and you know, uh, my mom doesn't want to wake him up with the TV, but of course she gets home, you know, sometimes pretty late and just wants to sit in the couch and watch some TV, the conundrum. Well, that's what Josh is here for. So I actually got her a pair of wireless headphones that plug into the TV and then she can just, you know, lift them off this base that, that they charge on and, uh, and then listen to TV without risking waking him up. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. And, uh, and she got me a Darth Vader, uh, piggy bank. I, I think it's cool. I'm not, uh, that's what it sounds weird. Cause it sounds like I'm ungrateful. I'm, st- I'm just staring at it right now, trying to, to, to figure it out. I also have a Thanos piggy bank. So I, I think I'm, uh, starting to, I, I'm giving people the impression that I'm super nerdy. Um, the bank is cool. I never have any change. So <laughs> right now it is just a sculpture and a thing. I guess I'll take a picture of it at some point and post it if anyone gives a shit. But, uh, yeah, so I got, uh, she got me a cool little Darth Vader, uh, piggy bank there sitting on the shelf right next to Thanos from the Avengers. Also a piggy bank. They're both almost in the exact same pose. They're both holding up their left fist, but, uh, just sort of goofy to stare at. So yeah, um, she got me that, which I was very, very pleased with. Um, again, we, we, we both agreed long before. So I know that both of our gifts to each other may sound like, well, it's kind of weird. You know, you bought her headphones so she could watch TV and she got you a piggy bank. Well, you know, we agreed long beforehand that because she was doing the dinner or anything, we wouldn't, we wouldn't get, you know, go nuts on each other at Christmas. We'd take care of other people, but you know, we just got each other a little, I am thinking of you kind of thing. And, um, geez, what can I tell you guys? I'm trying to think if I, if I, you know tell you what I'm going to be doing for, uh, for the kids. So here's the thing. Like I said, today is, is, is Christmas day. So that was last night that I helped set up that stuff. Um, I had no plans today. Uh, all of the, the roommates are gone. Simon's with, uh, you know, his mom. I don't, I don't know where Kamara is. Um, Jason has gone with Noreen out of town to see her folks. And, um, I visited with my mom and my dad. They had plans to, to go out, uh, today to do some stuff. So, um, I have been, uh, I've been here alone all day. I, uh, and I, and I knew I would be, so, um, I don't want to bring it down and I'm actually not really overly down. It's, I think it's more of a concept thing. I think I'm like, I'm kind of a little bummed out cause I'm like, oh, the idea of being alone at Christmas seems kind of sad, but I'm like, it doesn't really feel that's that, you know, um, I, I don't feel bad. 
I've kind of enjoyed the day to myself. In fact, I, I've spent a lot of time prepping for the podcast today, just putting my notes and stuff. And I usually record like you guys know on Tuesday, but since I'm going to be doing a marathon day tomorrow at work on boxing day, I uh, need to have this ready now, uh, or at least have it ready so that I don't have to do it later. So, um, I'm kind of looking forward to, to having some me time tonight when I'm done. Um, you know, like I said, you guys are listening to this boxing day is, is long over at this point, but it's, it's 20 to six. And I'm thinking if I can get this thing done and, and upload and everything from 7 PM dawn, uh, from 7 PM on, I can, uh, I can, you know, play some video games or read some books or something like that. Like it's been a nice day. I did a lot of organizing, you know, getting things ready for Christmas, um, I wrapped so many gifts to, to drop off at all these different parties and places and things like that. Um, so I had like my, my bedroom, <laughs> my bedroom and my desk were like a crazy Santa's workshop. So there was little bits of paper and ribbon and bows and shit everywhere. And I've, I've just been trying to like bang out gifts, um, you know, in, in my spare time because, uh, there, there hasn't been a whole hell of a lot of that. So, um, all the gifts going with Jason and Noreen to her folks place. I, I wrapped as well. So. Oh, sorry for the audit, but I just, I think reflecting on all that work, I was like, yeah, I was a goofy little Santa's elf this last month. So I'm here, I'm here alone on Christmas, but I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm, uh, I had two really good get togethers. I felt a lot of love in the, you know, in the last few days. So I'm, I'm okay with just taking today to, you know what I, you know who I need to be with on Christmas. I need to be with myself. I need to get reacquainted with that guy inside. And I need to tell him that I love him and that we're going to be okay. Um, I think, I think I do. Um, just, uh, just to feel a little strong. Cause, cause what's going on is, is tomorrow after I work the day, I am going over to see, uh, Crystal and the kids to, uh, to give them their gifts. And, um, I, I don't know how comfortable, um, I don't know how comfortable I am. Like I, I'm, here's the thing is I keep coaching myself, right? Like I know, like I said before, you know, Crystal and I are, 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 are done. Our story in terms of that has ended. Um, I care about these kids very much. I watch them grow up. Um, I'm invested. I love them very much. And of course I, I love her very much. And I think that's where I'm a little, I'm uncomfortable is that I'm, I really don't know how I'm going to be. I want to, I want to just go and, and, and pay attention to the kids and stuff like that. But I, I, I gotta be honest, you know, like, like I, uh, like I try to be every time I talk to you guys is I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared of how I haven't seen her. Um, she, we, you know, she didn't, you know, wish me a Merry Christmas or anything like that. I know that she's very busy. Like her Christmas Eve, they have uh, her whole family over. They do a sleepover thing. They wake up, they do Christmas morning with the kids, um, a lot of stuff. So I know they're busy. I guess I'm, uh, I may at this particular moment be feeling a little sorry for myself only in the sense that, you know, I kind of thought on Christmas I would hear from her. Um, when we, when we broke up, there was a, a bit of an understanding that she, um, you know, wants space until she's feeling a little stronger. Cause again, I, I do know that she cares about me, but you know, we're, we're broken up and we're, it's for personal growth or whatever the reasons may be. But I was kind of hoping that, um, I was, you know what? I was kind of hoping I would hear from her. I was kind of hoping I'd get a Merry Christmas. So, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what the thing I haven't, I haven't seen her. Um, yeah, I don't know if anybody, like I will say this, let's put it this way, guys. 
If anybody has gone through a particularly difficult breakup, if there's any reading material or any perspectives or anything like that, um, that, that you could point my way, contact at one man podcast would be an excellent place for you to send that. Cause, uh, cause you know, it, it's tough. And as much as, you know, Christmas will be over soon and, and I won't have to worry or think about those things. Um, you know, there, there still will be that void and, and, um, it's, I just, I don't so fucking weird. I, I really had no intention of talking about this stuff. So I do apologize. And I, and I'm not trying to be boring or, or a broken record. I think just, uh, my, my buddy Mika gave me a call on, uh, I think last night and, uh, and I just said to him, I'm like, you know, like, I think the toughest thing is like Crystal and I have, have been together and broken up so much. And then I'm just like, I just don't think, you know, I know if I see her, I'm, I'm still absolutely head over heels for her because I care better. We, we have a lot of history, but, um, I, I, I know it's not good for me, you know, like all the other times we broke up, I just wanted nothing more than to be back together. And I think just at this point, like, you know, once somebody has habitually just left you, you, you gotta, you gotta be like, you know what? I'm never going to be able to trust that, that, um, whatever her and I start, we're going to finish, you know? So it's just, that's just tough. I apologize. Like I said, I'm going to see her. I, I don't know how I'm going to feel. I know how I feel when she's not around and then to see her. You know, all of you in relationships know, like when you see the person that you, you care about, you know what I mean? It's, it's totally different. I, I, you know, trying to coach myself, like, let's just go have a good time with the kids and try to pretend like this person who I spent the last six years with, you know, to, um, leave them in the, like, not leave them in the dark or whatever, but, but just like, I'm not going to be like, Oh, you know, Hey, I miss you. And I'm thinking about you all the time. Like, it's just, um, I'm not going to do that. I, I don't, uh, I hope I'm not going to do that. I don't want to. My, my instinct is to be honest as I always have been, but to be honest is just be like, Oh, I, I miss you. I hope you're doing good. Cause you know, things are, things are tough. Anyways, yak, yak, yak. Sorry. Making you guys my therapist. That's what's in store for me tomorrow or for you guys, what happened yesterday or maybe, or Hey, maybe it didn't, maybe, uh, maybe it didn't, maybe something happened and, and I didn't get there, but this is still going to be the podcast regardless. So, um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'm going to let you guys know. I hope this doesn't jinx anything because again, I'm recording it before I do it, but you're going to hear it after it's happened. So hopefully this won't be available to the public in any kind of way that spoils it. But I got, um, that item that I, I was talking about at Costco that I just happened to luck out getting when, uh, when the guy was returning, it was one of those, uh, super Nintendo classics. So I got Brody that for Christmas, despite all my efforts, not to get him anything electronics, whatever, every other thing that I looked at was very, very difficult. You know, trying to find something that would get him outside. It's like, yeah, let's get them away from the TV in the middle of December. You know, Hey, let's just go outside and do something. What, you know, let's do snow angels or here's a shovel, you know, start shoveling the, so I, I tried to find alternatives. I tried to find other kind of build, building type things. Um, and when I saw that guy returning the thing, I'm like, ah, oh, just, I, I know he wants it. So I'm going to get it for him. So, uh, bottom an S NES classic. Um, I got him a remote control car cause I did figure that was less in front of a TV screen, something for him to do, um, that him and I could sort of learn how to do and, and have some fun with. Um, I got them all sorts of other like little things like little odds and ends, uh, gifts, fidget spinners, stuff like that. Um, I got, I got them each their own, uh, iPhone charging cables because they keep taking crystals. So I got them one each so that they don't have to bother her for hers anymore. I got, um, Michaela, the, uh, the large item that I got her was, uh, 
uh, one of those Instax mini nines. She loves to, to, you know, she's, in, she's like taking pictures and things like that. So I got her an Instax mini nine, uh, camera with a bunch of film and a carrying case and stuff like that for her. So now she can take her own pictures. Kind of like, kind of like a Polaroid camera. Um, I got her also a set of headphones, uh, just simple wired headphones, because I know, uh, Mickey will sit on the couch watching stuff on the tablet or the phone, but with the volume up, it's very difficult for whoever's watching TV to hear it. So, uh, I got her a set of headphones, really good, really good quality headphones. So she can listen to her shows and her movies and stuff like that. And, uh, and you know, and, and still be with everybody, but not bothering anybody. And then I got her a Bluetooth speaker so that she can dance. She's very, a big fan of music and likes to dance. So we got a Bluetooth speaker so she can, you know, play her, play her phone music on, uh, on the speaker and dance in her room. I also got her a set of, uh, lights to go with uh, the music. So it's actually like a party pack of light bulbs with like, a. uh, a beacon light and color lights that spin around and like a, a disco ball to reflect the lights and things like that. So, um, you know, very excited to give the, the, the kiddos that stuff, you know, um, I'm looking forward to seeing that. that's just whatever. That's just me just telling you guys 40 minutes already. Jesus Christ. Like, even if I want to do a, a small short episode, I still talk too fucking much. So that's, uh, that's where we are. I, um, I'm still working on, on weight loss and stuff like that, but of course doing the, the Christmas stuff. And of course people buying me chocolate and stuff like that for Christmas, uh, has made it a little difficult, but I'm, I'm still doing quite well, believe it or not. I'm still not, uh, gorging when I drank, I was drinking wine, uh, not, not beer or, or things that are very high calorie. Um, I've been, uh, this morning I caught up on the walking dead. So I finished, uh, I think when it was season eight now. I finished the, uh, the mid season finale, uh, no spoilers for that. I've been watching a lot of, uh, Bojack Horseman. Um, I don't know if anybody watches that. It's a show on Netflix with Will Arnett voicing the main character, but it's very interesting. It's, it's very like Hollywood, a lot of deep things. Um, you know, uh, just, just trying to find yourself, trying to do well in relationships and, and treat people good and stuff like that. You know, obviously it hits a little close to home with, with some of the things also being in the entertainment industry and trying to move forward or you know, just shit like that. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a fun show and I've been watching, um, uh, what do you call it? American dad. And that is the best show to go to sleep to because it is so bad. Um, even family guy, like it's all those Seth MacFarlane shows are pretty bad. Um, I don't mean any real disrespect by it. I'm just saying they just never really go anywhere. So I put that on to pass out to every single night. I think I've like, and you know how Netflix will play three and then ask you if you're still watching it. I'm never watching it after 10 minutes. I am asleep <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So I think I'm, I'm going through the American dad series for the third time now because I just sleep through it. But, uh, what a sleep aid that is. And, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm just, I'm just laughing, but I think, uh, I think I'm ready to, uh, to move on to, of course, our sponsors. I apologize that this episode may feel a little rushed, but fuck it. Like I said, this is my only day off for, uh, for just me. So I am banging it through my partners. I do think it's funny that, um, we do this because it actually relates to family guy. Part of it. My partners, of course, at portablepress.com, uncle John's a bathroom readers. Uh, the article that I picked today is actually called canceled. Wait. It's from the Uncle John's uh, bathroom reader, heavy duty bathroom reader um, from, as I mentioned, my partners at portablepress.com and the article called canceled weight says life doesn't follow schedules, but TV does. So it's surprising when the networks revive a show that has been taken off the air, especially when they do it after broadcasting the final episode. So the first show was sledgehammer, the end, 
This dark satire sitcom centered around a loose cannon police officer named Sledgehammer David Rash. Sledge loved to use his gun. He slept with it, cooked with it, and shot criminals far more often than necessary. The show was a critical success for ABC, but not a ratings hit, so it was canceled at the end of 1986-87 season. Sledgehammer producers decided to have the show go out with a bang, of course. Sledge attempts to disable a nuclear bomb set to destroy Los Angeles. He is unsuccessful and all the characters and the entire city are destroyed. But wait, the ratings for the last episode were so high that ABC changed its mind and renewed the show for another year. The scriptwriters explained the post-apocalypse revival by saying uh, the new episode took place five years earlier than the first season even though the storylines picked up exactly where the plot had left off from before the bomb threat. Unfortunately, ABC gave it a time slot opposite The Cosby Show and reduced its budget, suggesting that the network never really expected the show to do well. It didn't. It was canceled in 1988. Program. Family Guy. The end. It debuted on Fox after the 1999 Super Bowl, so its initial ratings were high, but critics dismissed the animated show about an overweight man and his wacky dysfunctional family as a ripoff of The Simpsons, and the ratings gradually declined. Fox stuck with the show until th uh, 2002 when it was quietly canceled before the fall season. But wait, in 2003, reruns of the show found an audience on Adult Swim, the late night block of adult oriented cartoons on cable TV's Cartoon Network. Suddenly, Family Guy was a big hit. In the 18 to 49 demographic, which advertisers and networks most want to reach, the show routinely beat The Tonight Show and The Late Show with David Letterman, with an average of 2 million total viewers. On top of that, Family Guy DVD sets were the top TV sellers of 2003, moving 3 million copies. And so, in an unprecedented move, Fox brought the series back. Family Guy returned to the air in 2005, where it's been a top 20 hit ever since. Uh, program, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, The End. The critically acclaimed but little-watched show about a teenage girl who fights off pure evil aired on the teen-oriented WB network. After languishing in the ratings for five seasons, the WB canceled Buffy in spring 2001. Writers wrapped up the show's extensive mythology by having Buffy, Sarah Michelle Gellar, die. But wait, UPN bought the series and resurrected it in the fall of 2001. What about the dead main character? No problem. It's a show about the undead after all. Buffy's friends use magic spells to raise her from the dead and pull her out of heaven, which gives Buffy severe depression for the better part of the season. Despite a loyal cult following, the show's ratings never improved. It was canceled in 2003. Uh, final show, Scrubs. The end. The hospital sitcom ran on NBC from 2001 until 2008 when the network canceled it due to low ratings. It ranked 115th for the year. Um, ABC picked up the show, but ratings for the eighth season were even worse. So the network ordered the show's producers to prepare a final episode. The big ending aired in May, 2009 with the on again, off again relationship of, uh, doctors, Dorian, Zach Braff and Reed, Sarah Chalk happily resolved. And with every major guest star and minor character in the show's run, making an appearance, Dorian and Reed moved away. Everyone said, says goodbye show over, but wait, ABC needed mid-season replacement shows for the 2009-2010 season. So despite having aired its final show, Scrubs was renewed for 13 more episodes. Creator Bill Lawrence completely revamped the show, setting it in a new location, a medical school, and with an almost completely new cast. It didn't help. Only about half of the Scrubs viewers from the previous season returned, 3.8 million versus 5.6 million, and ABC aired all 13 episodes in just a few weeks. 
So there you have it, guys. Cancelable weight. The running feed of these two uh, pages, the production of a single chicken egg requires about 120 gallons of water. What? There's no way a chicken drinks that much. Fuck. They're supposed to lay, chickens lay an egg a day, right? I think laying hens. Uh, and that means that they, what they drink 120 gallons of water. So the production of a single chicken egg requires about 120 gallons of water. And secondly, all spiders species make silk, but only about half spin webs to catch prey. Cool. Very interesting. That was canceled. But wait guys from my partners at uncle John's bathroom reader, portablepress.com. Oh yeah. Good times. And, uh, and of course I've got other sponsors, right? Don't I? I got Summersby who was very, very kind. Uh, they showed up the same day we were going to my mother's dinner, um, with, with very, sorry, little last minute, you know, uh, request on my part to, uh, to see if they could bring some stuff so that I could, uh, you know, give, uh, give everyone like a little taste for a party, which they, uh, quickly obliged. And I do appreciate that. So, uh, so thank you to Summersby. And of course, I hope you guys are enjoying them this holiday season as well. The sun gives life to the orchard. The orchard gives life to the apple. The apple gives life to Summersby. Summersby is a delicious sweet taste of sunshine imported across the ocean all the way from Denmark. The people in Denmark are smarter, and so are you if you drink Summersby. <laughs> With flavors like apple, blackberry, pear, elderflower lime, red rhubarb, and a taste as regal as this fake accent, there's something for everyone to enjoy. And now, you can try them all in the Summersby Mixer Pack, available wherever fine beverages are sold. So go on, and try for yourself the crisp, refreshing taste of Summersby. Ah, your taste buds deserve it. Please drink resplendently. Oh yeah. And, uh, who else we got? I got my partner's DK. Guys, I, uh, I haven't read a DK book this week. I, I've got several. I, I tried to acquire a new one. As I've mentioned before, my Big Ideas Simply Explained series. I am missing the art book, um, which is one I'm very, very excited to, uh, to acquire because I, I do enjoy art, but I, I'm not super versed in it in terms of, you know, knowing uh, about, you know, different uh, periods in history. I'm like, different history periods, periods. Different periods in history where art, you know, uh, like the Renaissance, right? There's a lot of Renaissance artists. I'd like to know more about that. Um, just like a lot of different styles. Cause of course, Da Vinci was also an artist as well as all the other stuff he did designing and engineering and stuff like that. There was a lot of Da Vinci art. Um, so I'd like to know more about that. I'm looking for the art book. I wasn't able to find one that was in uh, decent condition, but I did spend some time looking for that this week, a few different bookstores. Um, so I'm excited to, uh, to, to find that and read that. But, uh, and of course I've spoken with, uh, with my, uh, my contact, my partner at, uh, at DK books. And they have mentioned that, uh, they have some new books coming out in the new year, which they will be sending. And, uh, and I can't wait to review them. So thank you, DK. Thank you for becoming a, a partner of the one man podcast this year and look forward to uh, continuing that on in 2018 guys. I hope you had an opportunity to go out and see some of their products. Cause as I mentioned, as always, DK is marvelous at marrying imagery with information. So anything that you find with that big DK logo on the spine or on the front, uh, you're going to enjoy, you know, as long as it's up your alley, if someone gets you, uh, you know, a fucking book about guns and you're a pacifist, 
Uh, well, then maybe maybe won't be as interested in that. I, I saw one that they had uh, the history of, I think they called it the, the like history of war machines or something like that. It was everything from like early spears and, and arrows um, all the way up to like big modern tanks and, and you know, Black Hawk helicopters and stuff. Super, super cool book. I'm not, I'm a pacifist. I'm not huge into fucking death machines, but it was still marvelous to see uh, how much information they'd laid out in the, in the books and the looks and things like that. Ah, a little water there for me. And, uh, and who's missing? Who did I not mention? Well, that's absolute comedy, of course, which, uh, I will mention some more information once I've done playing their ad, but I will be hosting at absolute comedy in Ottawa all this week. Absolute comedy is the best live stand-up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on Just for Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event, creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to absolutecomedy.ca. Again, that's absolutecomedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. And I'm back. So as I mentioned, guys, um, I will be hosting this entire week at Absolute Comedy in Ottawa. Uh, that is the 27th all the way until New Year's Eve. So New Year's Eve, I am the host for the shows there. If you are in the Ottawa area or planning to come to Ottawa, uh, check out a show at Absolute Comedy this week. Yours truly will be hosting. I'd love an opportunity to you know say hello, to uh, you know to, to 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 give you a big Christmas hug. You know, and, uh, and if you're one of the people who happens to be coming for new year's Eve, I look forward to ringing in the new year, uh, with you. Of course, uh, absolute comedy's phone number in Ottawa is 613-233-8000. I definitely recommend, um, calling and making a reservation for this week as it's going to be very, very busy. Everyone is now at the point where they're, you know, they've been spending the time in with the families, you know, they've had a lot of, a lot of time in the house or at someone else's house and are starting to, but again, I'm assuming this is the 27th, of course, that you're listening to it are starting to get to the point where they are ready to maybe go out of the house and do something else. So absolute comedy is a great choice. Uh, Jason Blanchard is headlining this week. A good friend of mine, very funny guy looking forward to working with him. And of course on new year's Eve, it is myself, Jason Blanchard and Sam Damaris all the way from Texas. Um, closing the show out. Uh, so that's, it's going to be a great, great night. Uh, new year's Eve. It's going to be a great week all week. Uh, go to absolutecomedy.ca guys. If you want to see the lineup or get ticket information, anything like that, new year's Eve prices, dinner and show packages are available. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm working, uh, just a few days this week at the source during the day, but I am working every single night at absolute comedy. I am looking forward to, uh, to getting back on stage and trying to, uh, to pull the funny me back out and get, uh, get a smile on this face and put some smiles on other people's faces. Uh, really looking forward to that. And I think, uh, I think aside from that, I really don't have a lot more to say, you know, going forward. I don't have any emails this week. So all I will say is if you guys are listening and you still haven't, uh, you know, liked the Facebook page or followed us on Twitter or Instagram, um, please do so. 
right? One man podcast first, first week podcast with no emails. And again, that's fine. I understand the time of year that it is. So, um, I hope you guys are having fun. I would love to hear how your Christmases went. I'd love to hear about the parties. If you have any funny stories, contact at one man Tell me how things went. Tell me, tell me what you got people and tell me how they reacted to it, what they enjoyed. You know what I mean? I forgot to mention that my brother also bought me a, a board game, bought me a really cool board game that I'm very excited to try people. That's the thing. Now I'm starting to get this big board game collection. Problem is I'm never home when my roommates are home and vice versa. So uh, I, I, now I need people to play with. I had a great time on Saturday playing those games. So, um, you know, tell me, tell me what you got guys. Tell me what you got people, you know, tell me what you did. Tell me, uh, you know, any, I'd, I'd love to hear it. Love to know. Maybe uh, since the next episode will not air until after New Year's, send in your New Year's resolutions if you have any. I'll take a stab at some now. Like I said, I I, I got my list of five things I'd like to do to make me happy. I, I want to immediately go back onto eating well. Today I'm doing okay. I will say this. So Christmas Day, I, I had a coffee with a little bit of cream in it, and I have been avoiding uh, the, the dairy and cream and, and the caffeine and coffee, but I did on Christmas morning, give myself the right to have a coffee. I, we did have a little bit of, uh, uh, Doritos sweet chili heat left over from, uh, from our, our little household get together the other night. So, uh, I did that, but, uh, I'm still doing pretty good. I'm almost, oh, that's about the worst I've done today so far. I'm eating fruit, having nice multi-grain wraps with my, uh, my, you know, my bean and corn and whatever chili stuff that I'm allowed to eat allowed quote unquote. So, um, so I'm doing good. So Tim, send me, send me some of your resolutions, guys. I, I closed my five rings. I was saying I want to close the rings on my watch. I closed my, uh, my rings five days last week, which was the goal I set for myself. I knew I wouldn't be able to do it every single day. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the kiddos tomorrow night. I'll tell you guys in the next episode how that went. And, um, and that's it. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Um, Love you guys. I think you're all the greatest. And um, I, I hope to see a lot of you this week at Absolute Comedy in Ottawa. If you have a chance to come out, come out and say hi. Let's have some laughs. Let's have some fun. All right. Take care, guys. And I will talk to you again in 2018. 